John the Baptist is such a huge person in the scriptures, in the Bible. And it's someone that we might not pay attention to much, you know, because he was just in the Bible, you know, we don't really have prayers to St. John the Baptist. We don't have novenas maybe to St. John the Baptist. And so we don't pay much attention to him. But he's so important to our faith. And what I love about John the Baptist is his passion for the Lord. John the Baptist has this passion for the Lord where he's just not ashamed of his love for God. John the Baptist is not afraid to preach the truth. John the Baptist is not afraid uh, to really show his passion for God. Maybe some of you are the same way. Some of us are the same way. I mean, think about just coming to Mass today. How many of you were at gatherings before this, watching the Lions, and you probably had to tell some of your family, we have to go to Mass, right? And then your family, some of them might be looking at you and saying, why are you going to Mass, right? Why are you leaving? But the courageous thing to do is to leave a football game, okay, and to come to Mass. That's the courageous thing to do. That's the right thing to do. So for those of you who are wearing your lion shirt, thank you for coming to church, okay? <laughs> but we can learn so much, right, from this beautiful saint, St. John the Baptist, and his great passion for the Lord. Where is our passion for God? Like, are we just a Catholic who sits on the bench? Because sometimes we can do that. Sometimes we say that we're Catholic, we say that we believe in God, we make the sign of the cross 25 times a day, but am I really someone who's all in? Am I someone who's completely passionate for the Lord? Am I someone who's on fire for the Lord? Am I someone who is playing the game and is all in in that game? Or do I just sit on the sidelines? Because most Chaldeans are on the sidelines. Okay? Most Chaldeans are not on fire for Jesus. Most Chaldeans do not have passion for Jesus because we're not courageous. Because we're too worried about what people are going to think and what people are going to say. And we're too worried about our image and our reputation and our popularity and our status. And that if I'm really passionate for God, if I'm really on fire for God, that I'm going to lose that. My brothers and sisters, none of that matters. We have passion for the wrong things today. We have fire for the wrong things today that are not God. And this is what the Lord is saying to the prophet Isaiah. He says, look at your false gods. You're literally bowing down to wooden statues that have no life. You are bowing down to things that cannot save you. You are bowing down to things that cannot carry you. How often do we do that in our lives? We prioritize things in our life that cannot save us, that cannot bless us, that cannot carry us. When God himself, when Jesus Christ himself has come to save us, when Jesus Christ himself has come to carry us, and he's the one that we should be relying on. He's the one we should be turning to. He's the one that we should be prioritizing in our life because he's the one that carries he's the one that saves that's what the Lord says to the prophet Isaiah he says I will carry you I will save you 
The passion that St. John the Baptist has today, when he sees Jesus walking towards him, he says, Behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. Behold the Lamb of God. In the scriptures, in the time of Israel, in the Old Testament, when people wanted to make atonement for their sins, when people wanted to be forgiven of their sins, do you know what they had to do? They had to go and find a lamb. And a lamb that was unblemished. That meant that that lamb had no spots. That lamb was completely perfect. And they would take this lamb to the temple, to the high priest, and the priest would slaughter that lamb and offer that lamb on the altar as a burnt offering of sacrifice. And then that's how those people knew that their sins were forgiven. Can you imagine if we had to do that today? Could you imagine that in our sinfulness, right, in our weakness, in our struggles, if we had to go to Ashtar, right, buy ourselves a live kuzi, and then come to church and offer that lamb to church, and me and Father Brian are cutting, and, and blood is everywhere, and fire is everywhere. Look at how easy Jesus makes it. Like, how good is God? That if I just want to be forgiven of my sins, all I have to do is walk into a room. Walk into a tiny room, kneel, and say my sins to the Lord. That's it. That's how good God is. That's how loving God is. And who makes that possible? Jesus. Because He is the Lamb of God. That's why John the Baptist says, Behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. Because Jesus is the ultimate sacrifice. Jesus completes every single sacrifice. All the sacrifices that the Jews were making for their sins, when Jesus comes, He completes it. He takes over it all. And He says, I am your sacrifice. This is my body. This is my blood. And because of His sacrifice, our sin is taken away. So how's that working out for you? Are you allowing Jesus to take your sin away? If St. John the Baptist says, Behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world, is he really doing that? Is Jesus really taking away our sin? Do I really believe in the power of the Lord, in the power of His cross, in the power of His sacrifice? Because every single time we come to Mass, we are reliving this sacrifice. What do you think an altar is? This isn't just some table that couples take pictures in front of when they get married. That's not what this is. This is an altar of sacrifice. Jesus is the Lamb of God, and at every single Mass, the Lamb, Jesus, is placed on the altar, and His body and His blood are given for us as a sacrifice for our sins. So every single Mass, we are witnessing a sacrifice. We are witnessing Jesus being offered for us for our sins. So how is that going? Is, am I allowing Jesus to truly take away my sins? Or when I leave church, is it just the same old stuff? Is it just the same old sins? The same old things that I'm just constantly falling into? That I'm just constantly giving way to? Where is our passion? You see, sin doesn't allow us to be passionate for God. When I fall into sin, 
it leads me to be less passionate for the Lord. It leads me to go far away from the Lord. That's what sin does. When every single one of us is baptized, there's a fire that's lit in our souls. The minute you were baptized, a fire was lit in your soul from the Holy Spirit. And so it's up to us if we decide to keep that fire going or to put it out. I can either add logs to that fire throughout my life so that my fire keeps burning, or I can be throwing dirt on that fire to put it out. Sin is that dirt. Imagine every time we fall into serious sin, every single time we fall into mortal sin, it's like taking a handful of dirt and throwing it at the fire. Eventually, the more I sin and the more I throw dirt on top of the fire that God has given me, eventually that fire will be completely put out because of my sin. So where are you? Where is your heart? Is your heart still on fire for Jesus from your baptism? Are you still passionate for the Lord because of your baptism? Because you are a child of God? Because you're a son or daughter of God? Are you still living passionately for the Lord? And if you're not, you need to allow Jesus to rekindle that fire. You need to allow Jesus to set your heart on fire again. And this is why he gives us the gifts of the Mass the gift of the Word of God, the gift of the Eucharist, the gift of confession, because when I take part in the gifts that God has given me, I'm placing logs on top of my fire. And my fire is being lit over and over again. We are about to enter into some of the most beautiful days in the Chaldean church, Ba'utha. And Ba'utha is not a time that we just cook every single vegetarian dish, right, and fill ourselves with that vegetarian dish. Because sometimes our moms cook better meals during Ba'utha than not during Ba'utha, right? Ba'utha is literally, the way I look at it is it's a spiritual detox, right? How many of us are into detox? We do juice cleanses, we do different detoxes, different cleanses to cleanse our body of the things that we've put inside of our body. Ba'utha is a spiritual detox to cleanse our hearts. To cleanse our hearts of the sin that we've brought into our lives, of the sin that we've brought into our hearts. The whole reason why Ba'utha took place is from the very days of Jonah and the Ninevites when the Lord said, go and tell these people to repent because I will destroy them because of their sin. Sin is destructive. Sin destroys us. Sin puts out that fire from our heart. And so these three days are so important for our lives. Because I can really take advantage of these days and really enter these days well, or I can just let them pass, like they're just another Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. But God is giving us an opportunity. The Lord is giving us an opportunity to recognize how important His sacrifice is for us. How important my heart needs to just be on fire for Him. How my heart needs to burn for Him. And so what are you going to do in these coming days? What are we going to do? It's interesting because every single year, every time Ba'utha comes around, it's like literally at the time that I need it the most. It's literally at the time I need Him the most. 
It's at the time that I just need to let go of the world and let go of the pleasures of the world and the sins of the world and just allow Jesus to be number one in my heart. And every single year it becomes more and more powerful because he's revealing to me over and over again how this world means nothing, but he means everything. The pleasures of this world can offer us nothing. The pleasures of this world are like these false gods in Isaiah. But when we truly worship God, when we truly offer our hearts to God, we begin to experience how beautiful life is when it's lived for Him, when it's lived for Jesus. So Jesus sacrificed His life for us. What are we going to offer to Him? As He's given His entire life for us, what do we offer to Him? And in these three days, we have the most beautiful opportunity to give Him our all. Let's give that to the Lord so that we can be passionately and radically in love with Jesus Christ. Amen.